Hey everyone, welcome to Third Shot Podcast, where we talk everything pickleball and spread our love for the game with all of you wonderful people. So welcome back. If you haven't already done so, please follow us on our Instagram at Third Shot Podcast or on Twitter at Third Shot Pod. You can check us out on Spotify or on Podbean. Welcome back, Uncle and Russ. How you doing? I'm doing great. I am also doing great. Feeling good. Love that. Love to hear it. So let's start off with our tradition. Our first shot of the show. I've been looking forward to this all day, by the way. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Cheers. Here we go. Start it off. Cheers. So Bridgie, I hear and I saw on Instagram that you got a chance to play with one of the Pickle Bros. I did. Yeah, it was super fun and such a coincidence. You know, we always talk about how pickleball kind of brings everyone together, gives us a chance to meet new people. And this was literally the perfect opportunity to play with somebody who we've hosted on our show. So it was great. Um, James from the Pickle Bros was out here in Vegas for work and he let me know ahead of time and we were able to uh, meet up and schedule some time and go out to the the courts at Sunset Park. And we played for three hours. Wow. 7 p.m. Oh, wow. to 10 p.m. And at that point, my my forearm was cramping up. I was done. I, I told him, I was like, I'm so sorry. But I think that's all he got in me. And he was like, okay, well, I'm going to stick around. He, I think he played a couple more games. There were still people out there playing because the lights don't turn off until 11 p.m. So he stuck around, um, got some pictures, posted it on the gram, but it was so fun. Like anytime you travel, I suggest to everybody, bring your paddles, mm-hmm. hit somebody up on Instagram, try to find the core. It's like, that's, it's so much fun. It just adds to your trip. And you actually kind of combined our la- the last two episodes because we had pickle bros and then we had single double pickleball and you brought your single double paddle out there and you had a pickle bro playing that paddle. I, I was like, <laughs> it went full circle. I did. Yeah. I, I brought it out there because I was wanting to use it. And then I showed it to him and I said, you know, I think I saw that the pickle bros started following single double on Instagram. And he was like, yeah, I did. And I, I broke out the paddle and I was like, well, look at this. And he was like, oh, that's awesome. Can I try it? So he got to test it out. And he was like, yeah, that's a great paddle. And took some photos and sent them off to um, Jennifer with Single Double. And she was like, that's so cool. So, nice. yeah. So do you feel Very like cool. a pickleball matchmaker now? Like- <laughs> <laughs> Come see me for all of your pickleball needs. I will hook it up. <laughs> See, it's the thing I said a few, uh, you know, like you, you just have a bunch of paddles with you and, and, and you become the, the paddle salesperson at the court. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uncle in his trench it. coat. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> so, Russ, I, you know, every week I look forward to what you're going to come up with for the question on the learning more segment. It, you know, you never, you know, you surprise us. Exactly. <laughs> what you're going to ask us and we're like oh what, we, what are we going to say do we have the answer for this but what is what are you curious about and what do you want to learn more about today well I got to be honest with you sometimes I surprise myself as well um, <laughs> this one this one is though you know I, I thought about this but then it ties perfectly into what you guys were just talking about three hours playing 
how long is the average game? Because if you're only playing to like 11, I mean, it feels like, okay, that could be pretty quick. How many games did you get in in three hours? Like, I mean, what, how long can, can we expect to, to a, a game to be if I say I'm going to go play a pickleball game? Well, it was super competitive out there for Bridgie. Uh, so it was one game. <laughs> a three-hour game. Wow. Wow. That's, that's a long game. They found the match, the perfect match. They just kept going on and on. They could yeah. not win by two. Yeah. I think uh, it, on average, it would be about 15 to 20 minutes is what I find myself playing. But, you know, it really does depend on the level of competition that you're playing against. If you have a team that's really, really good and a team that's just starting off, then um, it seems like those games go a lot faster. But if you have two teams that are, um, you know, pretty evenly matched, I think it can go well over 20 minutes because you do have to win by two. I think there was a couple matches that we had out there that we played to um, 13 or 14. So Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I do got to, I have to feel bad about my, my um, games only being four minutes. Um, <laughs> I do know. <laughs> just crushing your competition, Russ. That's what it's all about. There we go. Yeah. yeah that's, we'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we, we had the new podcast come out today, right? Also, by the way, over on Learning More, I have a new podcast coming out today. So be sure to go check that out as well. But that's what's happening on my podcast. What's happening on this podcast today? We have a super fun guest. His name is Chris Gialonza, and he is the founder of the pickleball company called Wild Monkeys. And they have some really interesting paddles with a great history behind their company. So stick around. We need to go to a short break, but when we come back, we will hear from Chris and all about the Wild Monkeys paddle. There are so many different paddle companies, and one that stands out is Wild Monkeys. They are family-owned and donate a portion of sales to the Georgia Wildlife Federation. Wild Monkeys has crazy designs with really cool stories behind them. But most importantly, these paddles play. Their selection has a little bit of everything. Thick core, thinner core, heavyweight, midweight, lightweight, elongated, wide body, and the grips. Wild Monkey partners with ProLite and hand wrap all of their paddles with those amazing sweat channeling diamond grips. They start at $99 and come with a lifetime warranty. As a third shot listener, you will save 10% when you use code WMDROP10 at checkout on wildmonkeypb.com. That's wildmonkeyspb.com. Head over to Wild Monkeys and join the chaos. Welcome back to Third Shot. Please check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast. Or on Twitter, search for at Third Shot Pod. Bridgie and I are thrilled to be joined by Chris Alonza from Wild Monkeys. Welcome, Chris. How's it going? It's going well. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. We are excited to talk to you about some Wild Monkeys and what you're doing with the company. But before we get started, it's time. Everybody, hold up a glass. Cheers to Wild Monkeys. Cheers. Well, thank you, Chris, for joining us. And as Uncle said, we are super excited to hear more about Wild Monkeys and everything that you and your company are doing because you have some really cool paddles. 
But before we jump into the story behind the company and all of that good stuff, we do like to find out how you got started playing pickleball. I got started, you know, early on in the pandemic, actually, as as so many people did and and so many people around me did and, and throughout the country from from what we're hearing. And um, with everybody working from home, my subdivision up here in kind of the North Metro Atlanta area has some amazing pickleball courts with permanent nets, which, you know, is so, so sought after nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> and my neighbors went down there constantly, you know, three days a week, five days a week. And there's a huge group, 30 plus people who play in the neighborhood very socially, um, you know, with kind of a subgroup of more advanced players, like so many places. And they just, you know, they, they kept inviting me, but, you know, just busy all the time. And one day my wife just kind of told me I was going down there to play tonight. <laughs> and, um, that's a nice uh, it was wife one of the greatest- to force you to play pickleball. That is right, a good wife. Yeah. No, it was, it was one of the greatest things that's ever happened, frankly. And so went down there, loved it. Um, picked it up quick. Couldn't stop hitting the return off the volley. You know, that was one of the rules that just was the hardest for me to pick up. And so, um, three years later or, you know, two to three years later. And, and, um, here we are and have just kind of devoted a lot of my life to pickleball, um, from a career standpoint. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that is like, what were you doing before you started wild monkeys and what made you decide, Hey, I'm going to start my own pickleball company. Yeah. Well, Hey, look, I cannot take, um, nearly all the credit. Right. And, and, you know, I've got some amazing partners invested in the business as well as a team around me. So, um, there's a lot of things that we do in and out of wild monkeys, which is part of a larger company, you know, deep South athletics. And so I have a lot of partners. We have an amazing team. That's awesome. So I am Super curious as to how you got started with branding for the Wild Monkeys because, I mean, I, I'm an animal fan and a pickleball fan, but when I heard Wild Monkeys and the combination of the two, I was super intrigued and excited to see exactly what those paddles looked like. And that's and that's one of the most fun things around the company. And and so um, we love having fun with the graphics and, and making them interesting and unique and bringing a little character and attitude so that... The branding um, is actually named after my daughters. And so the brand identity, frankly, is, is built around my three daughters and they're eight, six and four. And they've they're very involved in not only the inspiration, but offering their candid opinions and feedback about everything <laughs> that we do uh, you know, in the company and, and in production. But um, you mean an eight you know, year old daughter has a, a strong opinion on something? A, a six year old? I know. It's shocking. It's shocking. Yeah, it's shocking. <laughs> But, you know, they, they are the wild monkeys and they're everywhere and they're crazy and they're full of energy and they're hanging on everything and climbing on everything. And we called them the monkeys, you know, long before pickleball was was even part of our lives. And so uh, it just made sense. And it was one of those things where, you know, we were trying to think of brand identity. And, and you know, one of us, my wife or myself mentioned wild monkeys and that was it. I mean, that light bulb, you know, really illuminated quickly and brightly. And so it's stuck since then. And, and, you know, we, we decided to take it a step further and, and our girls are, are absolutely obsessed with wildlife and, and, you know, nature documentaries and all the characters and the wild crats and everything that they are, are involved in out there and love to watch and experience. And so we decided that, uh, we would, would base all the designs in one way, shape or form on different wildlife, you know, out there. And we're by no stretch of the imagination, wildlife experts, but, 
my daughters like to educate me about different animals and um, opportunities for us to base new paddles and and other you know apparel and and items within the assortment on the different animals they love so much and and there's that list is long uh, with plenty of opportunity. <laughs> well, I guess you're gonna have to come up with more paddles then if the list is long. I'm telling you, you know, once once we we finally find the right opportunity to get in the ocean uh, line Ooh. of paddles, then we'll get into a whole nother world of recommended animals and things like that. And so we, we have no shortage of creative inspiration in the company and that's exciting. You know, it's like, and that's a lot of fun. That's, that's the name of the game for us that you'll hear throughout. Anytime you talk to us or anybody on the team, if you're not having fun, then this is probably not the, the company to be associated with because this is pickleball. It's pickleball, right? I mean, let's not let's not get too carried away with it. <laughs> I, I think we get carried away with it more than you guys get carried away with it. We get we dig deep, and one of the things that I absolutely, uh, you know, first thing that caught my eye about Wild Monkeys. This is before I got the paddles or anything. Is the designs. Like whether it's on your shirts, whether it's on your paddles, I mean, you guys have just fantastic designs. Who comes up with the designs and, you know, what's the process in, in creating those? We are very lucky to have uh, two lead designers who are, are tremendous, you know, and, and uh, both of them contribute a lot of time to Wild Monkeys and the designers themselves help ideate the designs. And that's one of the most important things to us. I mean, who knows better what's going to look good or flow well together and, and, and look good paired together than the designers themselves. And so we give rough outlines of what we want to accomplish from a basing on an animal with a theme, you know, that, that goes around with it. And then we'll have, you know, some, some certain things that we want to include and, and just brand guidelines, you know, like, like, like any design process, we'll just say, Hey, keep it within these guardrails. And, and we like to give, our designers a lot of of uh, rope, you know, and and come up with a design that makes the most sense to you. And, and we don't want to overcomplicate things, but we're all over the spectrum when you look at the different designs and um, what they represent and the animals they're playing into. And and it's kind of easy to overthink, but there are fun things, you know, built within each of the designs. But we just we every process is a little bit different. How much? back and forth goes into actually agreeing on a design of a paddle or a shirt design? Sometimes very little. Um, you know, you think Prima, which is our most popular paddle by far. I mean, it's not even close. Is is that was easy and happened very quickly <clears throat> and, and almost the first sketch of the design. And that was it. You know, three monkeys. We want them to look mischievous um to the point of borderline evil you know and in keeping with their inspiration uh no offense to my beautiful daughters but they do have that side of them uh and then some of them you know some of the designs uh, i'll i'll have to apologize to the designers because it'll just be just a tremendous amount of back and forth and you know grizzly which you know i know you experienced yeah it seems like a very simple design, but that was weeks of sketch and, you know, crumpled paper in the trash and, and, and thinking of the right way to bring that to life and, and acknowledge the American flag and include it in the design and do it tastefully. Um, but still, you know, for, for lack of a better description, badass, you know, and, and want to make sure that the, the bear is recognized. So it, it depends. And that's some of the most fun you know, frankly, is, is, is the actual graphic part of it and, and the design guidance. We really, really enjoy that. Well, I hope you go back to your design team and tell them how wonderful of a job that they do, because these paddles, like you said, 
they are badass. And I don't know how else to describe them, but they're not these cute little like fluffy animal cartoon pictures on a paddle. These are really amazing graphics that you have on there, not only on paddles, but on shirts and other products and stickers, which was my favorite thing to see <laughs> in our package box. Those are really cool. Um, but aside from creating all of this wonderful merchandise and products, um, I've also heard that you all have a hand in tournaments. Can you elaborate more on that? Absolutely. Uh, again, very lucky for, for where we're based and, and we're based in Georgia and the Georgia Pickleball Association is a formidable organization that has a ton of members across the state where pickleball is just exploding like many states, you know, but, but in Georgia, this Georgia Pickleball Association has been so good to us in, in wanting to partner with, you know, some homegrown companies and, and, um, host some tournaments. And that's kind of how we introduced ourselves to, the pickleball industry was with the wild monkeys Cherokee open, you know, we're based in Cherokee County, Georgia and Northwest Metro Atlanta. And that was it. It was April of last year was the first time that we actually, um, kind of, kind of, you know, brought the curtain up and, and introduced ourselves to everybody after a long time of developing and prototyping and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, now we have found ourselves going around the country and, and sometimes with, with name sponsor tournaments and, and helping plan them and execute them, but other times, you know, participating in Texas and Oklahoma and, and, you know, uh, there's, there's plenty of others on the horizon, Florida and some of the Carolinas. And so it's, it's a lot of fun to be there. We love the name sponsor thing. Of course, why wouldn't we? But local tournaments are um, some of the best places. It is true. Like it's like a salt of the earth event within the pickleball sport. And we love everything about it. You know, three day tournaments, maybe they're singles Friday night and you've got mixed Saturday morning and then you go into or vice versa. You know, you'll have men's and women Saturday morning and then mixed on Sunday, which is like the main event. And so uh, we love it. We, that is, that is our energy, right. Is, is going to those local tournaments and talking to people and with a paddle that's relatively unknown or a brand that is, that's relatively unknown. Local tournaments are the best possible way for us to do what we need to do, which is get the paddle in people's hands. Cause you know, we love the graphics and they're creative and, and, you know, we're always flattered and humbled to, to hear people say they're badass. And, but at the end of the day, is it going to help you win pickleball matches, you know? And, and so, um, it's very important to us that the paddles play. And, you know, I mentioned to you before and, and one of my favorite quotes and, and you know, I'll, I'll, whoever it was that told me this, will have to forgive me for not remembering, but when it comes to paddles and the USA pickleball standards, there's, there's only so many ways to bake that cake. So um, there's a lot of cool stuff happening now with technology and, and, you know, some of the things that are being put into paddles and done to make them stronger and more consistent. Uh, but, but still there's, there's a finite range of specs that can be manipulated when creating a paddle. So uh, you want to make sure that whatever paddle you make is more than above average when it comes to play from a specs perspective. And, you know, the, some of the paddles that I, that I have provided and sent you guys are great paddles that'll do everything you need them to do on the court. And, and we've got a new line coming out that, um, stands on the shoulders of the generation one assortment and, and adds to that and enhances that. And so then once we know we have a baseline, a foundation of paddles that can play, uh, we're always confident to put them in somebody's hand at a local tournament and say, that's fine. Just go hit around with it. You know, and a lot of these tournaments will bring something we call the skills challenge to the tournament and we'll set up nets on a free court at a tournament where there's, there's some space available. And basically you, you have like a minute 
to hit as many balls into these nets as you can. There's four targets around the court. And it's a great chance for people to get an idea of how the paddles hit, how they play, the touch, the dinks, and all this kind of stuff. And so um, that has helped us get our name out there, especially from a Georgia out perspective. I think that's really fun. And you're right. Until you actually hit the paddle, you know, there's an appreciation for the design, the graphics and all that. And then you hit them. And then you have even a bigger, a, a more respect for how good these paddles are. I want to get into the paddles. Uh, but before we do, we have to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the wild monkey paddles. It's going to be pretty exciting and pretty interesting. So uh, Bridgie and I have both played these paddles and a number of them. Actually, I've played four of them. So we have some feedback for you, Chris. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more from Third Shot Podcast. There are so many different paddle companies, and one that stands out is Wild Monkeys. They are family-owned and donate a portion of sales to the Georgia Wildlife Federation. Wild Monkeys has crazy designs with really cool stories behind them. But most importantly, these paddles play. Their selection has a little bit of everything. Thick core, thinner core. Heavyweight, midweight, lightweight. Elongated, wide body. And the grips. Wild Monkey partners with ProLite and hand wrap all of their paddles with those amazing sweat channeling diamond grips. They start at $99 and come with a lifetime warranty. As a third shot listener, you will save 10% when you use code WMDROP10 at checkout on wildmonkeypb.com. That's wildmonkeyspb.com. Head over to Wild Monkeys and join the chaos. Thanks for coming back to Third Shot, the podcast that brings the pickleball community together. Check out our website, thirdshotpodcast.com, for our latest episodes and blogs. Don't forget to follow our show, and please rate us five stars. Back to Chris Gialanza, founder of Wild Monkeys. Chris, I want to you know start this off. Let's have some fun. In uh, tribute to Wild Monkeys and the animal community, I've decided to do a shot of wild turkey. It was the best I could do. So I hope you're okay with that. I don't know if it's on your daughter's that. list of animals or not, but I'm doing wild turkey tonight. I love it. All right. Cheers. That's wild great. Turkey. Cheers. How's that wild turkey tasting? Oh, I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Here we go. Well, over the break, I was thinking, and I know we're supposed to talk specs of the paddle, but I am just so curious because um, Chris had mentioned that he's got this long list of recommendations from his daughters on animals and um, future design ideas. So I'm wondering, how do you all go about choosing which animals to put on the paddle and any hints at maybe an elephant paddle coming? <laughs> A couple of questions in there, definitely. Um, well, there's there's a, a beginning series of paddles that we did. And so the first three elongated paddles that we did are all uh, themed around monkeys themselves. And so we wanted to kind of stay true. And you think Prima, which is a nod to a couple of different things in terms of why we named it that. One of the things is, um, you know, my family comes from Italy and Prima means first in Italian. So it's a very subtle nod yeah. to that and a good reason to use it. It means several other things that make sense for that paddle. But 
we wanted to theme that around monkeys. And so then you think Alpha as well as Caesar, which were three of our first um, assortment of paddles, all have that monkey vine jungle theme to them. Now, remind me, Caesar was a character, correct? Caesar was a character um, in Planet of the Apes, so not monkeys, but um, one of the many fun little nods to some of our favorite things that we like to build into the paddles. And so that is not an accident, Uh, but it does double at the time, you know, when we designed Caesar and a very new assortment of paddles, um, it is an absolute monster of a paddle. And so we wanted to give it a name that uh, acknowledged that and did it as much justice as possible because this is a heavyweight 16 millimeter elongated face, long handle, just a big, beast of a paddle and so we wanted to give it a name that that you know was in keeping with its size weight and just sheer force but you know also dominance on the court from a control standpoint so there's a lot of elements that go into it like that we do want to tip the cap to what the paddle does you know and and so caesar's counterpart which has very similar specs is grizzly and essentially the same paddle but wide body and not elongated and so you know in 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 our discussions about what we should call it uh, somebody mentioned that you know if, if caesar was this big beast of a paddle then grizzly was like the bear claw you know of a paddle and that was it and so we just ran with it from there and um it happens like that you know you never know and um, at the time pit viper um which i know you've played with as well is is a lighter but still carbon fiber wide body version of Prima. And so it was a little bit faster It had great striking speed at the net. And so we wanted to kind of liken it to a snake. And so, you know, pit viper is, is, you know, it's, it's water moccasin is a type of pit viper. And it's very, very popular, not only in the Southeast, but definitely in the Southeast as well as Florida. And so we, we wanted to make sure to kind of design it after a snake that calls Georgia and the Southeast home. So it's not a perfect replica because our designers take their own liberties as they should with their designs. But if you look closely, there's some things in Pit Viper that um, resemble a water moccasin, the coloring as well as some of the, um, you know, ocular cavities and things like that. And like I said, my daughters have just forced us to become I won't say experts, but wildlife enthusiasts at the very least um, <laughs> as figure out what what characteristics of an animal make sense for a paddle. Now you mentioned an elephant paddle and I don't want to leave that un unacknowledged. Uh there's definitely something to that that we have discussed that's not all the way baked yet, but you know that more and more kids and juniors are getting into pickleball and more and more schools are uh, incorporating pickleball even as like a, a temporary or a one-off activity. And so there may be some fun stuff that we're doing around that and throwing our hat in the ring for, for, you know, youth and the next generation of pickleball. So um, it's a, it's an interesting question that you caught me, caught me without my poker face there a little bit. (laughs) Well, I didn't mean to call, call you out or anything, but my nephew, he'll be super happy because he's five going on six soon. And I've been trying to get him into pickleball and one of his favorite animals is an elephant. So He'll be super excited to hear this. <laughs> Great. Yeah, you say he's five going on six. I think he's five going on 15 or 16. He seems he like it, huh? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. He is amazing. I I, uh, I love him. So shout out. I, I, you know, we recognize your intelligence 
and your desire <laughs> for an elephant pickleball paddle. We will we will find one for you. I think Chris might be the person to help you out. Um, you know, speaking of paddles, you know, we know there's a 3K series as well. And tell us a little bit about the 3K series and how it differs from the original series that you have out. Gladly. Yeah. Um, you know, as I mentioned, when we launched the first generation of paddles, it was after a long period of research and testing. And, and we've got a great group here in Metro Atlanta that just, just beat the paddles and gave us plenty of feedback, all that. And we still learned a ton, you know, in the first year after the paddles were introduced and, and, and places that we could improve and enhance. And so 3k is, is, Exactly that. It is an enhancement to the first generation of paddles. There's Pit Fiber 3K, Prima 3K, Alpha 3K. It takes everything that we've learned about our paddles and how players play with them and what they want to improve about them, and it executes those enhancements on the new line. So, uh, you know, the the we figured out a way to keep the graphics but add texture, right? Which was one of the biggest. Um, pieces of feedback that we got because there's a thin layer of uv texture on the generation one paddle but it it makes it very hard to feel with your fingers the carbon fiber which is right there underneath that thin layer right and so you know despite many conversations trying to help customers understand or players understand to the point of showing them the usa pickleball testing about spin uh unless you can feel that texture you know today's player right they need to feel that texture to feel comfortable with their spin and and that confidence is everything so uh, we acknowledge that and we don't want to fight that. So one of the big enhancements is is active, as I call it, texture on the face of the paddle. And so very excited about that. The new line is entirely carbon fiber. So while we love our Alpha and Nightshade, which are two of our favorite designs that are not going away, the new versions of them will not be a composite fiberglass face. They'll all be carbon fiber across the assortment. And then taking some of those and, and adding either elongated or wide body cousins to each of them. So it's a very, very well-rounded assortment with lots of different design choices and, and, and gives, gives players an opportunity to, to more or less pick exactly the paddle they like, because we like having different options out there. And then, you know, uh, what I would call maintenance upgrades, you know, when you think about enhanced adhesive for the edge guard. And, and, you know, I, I mentioned earlier some technology that's out there. I'm sure you've gotten your hands on, you know, paddles with terraformed edges and injected foam and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, I love those paddles. They're very, very great. It's expensive technology. And, you know, I, I certainly acknowledge and admire <clears throat> the companies who are pushing it forward with that technology, right? This is, it's, it's competitive, but it's not a negative uh, environment. It's, there's nothing toxic about it. So we, we all want Pickleball to move forward. We very much like as many premium features that we can put into a paddle that stays in that $99 range, right? Just very, very important to us is making accessible a lot of premium features to players. And so we, we are more than happy to own our position in, in the overall line structure of paddles in the sport, but, but we still want to make sure that, that we're enhancing those paddles. And so it's, it's higher quality and then a few cherries on top. So the new three K series definitely takes the paddles up a notch. And I've, I can attest to that. I've played with one of these 3K paddles. Um, I've been fortunate enough to play with four of the Wild Monkeys paddles, the Prima, the Prima 3K, Caesar, and the Grizzly. Um, 
And you can definitely tell a difference, I think, with the 3K. And that one was my favorite. Um, the midweight uh, weight of the paddle itself, I think, fits my style of playing a little bit more than the heavyweight one, just because um, I'm not much of a power player. <laughs> Don't tell my competition that. But... Right, Uncle? <laughs> oh, no. You're a power player. Everybody listening that's going to play against us, back up. Here he yeah, comes. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the midweight definitely fits my style more. And the fact that it's an elongated paddle um, definitely helps with my reach and my T-Rex arms. Um, but what I really appreciate about it is that the handle itself is actually longer. Um, I have a few other elongated paddles, but it reduces the amount of handle that I have to hold on, which I've found more difficult to adjust using one of those types. And so the fact that it has a longer handle on it um, and the grip, love the grip on it too, um, I think definitely sets it apart from my other elongated paddles that I have. Uncle, you had a chance to play with these as well. I did. Uh, you know, I, I do... Okay, so I had the Pit Viper uh, first generation and the Pit Viper 3K. I did lean towards the Pit Viper 3K and <clears throat> played extremely well. Uh, it was a good all-around paddle for me. Uh, I had really nice touch around the net, um, really good feel for my dinks, and I wasn't sacrificing any power from the baseline and my slams. So I really liked the 3K. The the difference between the 3K Viper, Pit Viper and the regular Pit Viper was very subtle to me. Um, it wasn't like a huge jump in difference, but for whatever reason, whether it's psychologically or whatever, the 3K, I won more matches with it. I think I probably hit a few more winners with it. Um, the, the first generation Pit Viper, I, I did very well with that one as well. The interesting thing, is I let all my friends play the different paddles and stuff like that. And one of my good friends, David, shout out to you, David. He fell in love with the Grizzly. Like that paddle, as soon as he picked it up, and he made a very conscious effort to tell me, like the grip on the Grizzly, like he fell in love with. And uh, as soon as, and he started playing with, I mean, he wouldn't give it back to me the whole night. <laughs> we, we, we played i don't know how many matches that night he would not give it back to me and he wouldn't go back to his other paddle like i had to force it back uh, out of his hands and he's already told me uh greg you know that might be on like a semi-permanent loan here pretty soon so you know <laughs> get that back over to me because i'm winning i'm winning a lot of games with that grizzly so he loved the grip on the grizzly so tell us a little bit about what the grips you're putting on your paddles yeah uh, it's, it's one of the things we're most proud of and, and, you know, most grateful for as well. And so the grips on the majority of our paddles, um, on 100% of our paddles are ProLite grips. And, and we have an excellent partnership with ProLite. And shout out to that team because they're tremendous uh, with great vision and, and, you know, saw something in a potential partnership with a new unproven brand. And so we we are very grateful for... Um, being able to hand wrap all our paddles with um, the ProLite No Sweat Diamond Grip. 
and in, in, in every different color, hand wrapped to order. Um, we love that. It's, it's, everything's custom. Everything's, you know, got those slight imperfections of, you know, a human being wrapping the grip. But um, to your point, people really respond positively to the feel and the performance of those grips, you know, unlike an overgrip, you're maybe going to have to replace that twice in a season depending on how frequently you play. I mean, if you're, if you're a six, seven day a weeker, then maybe, you know, maybe once a month, but yeah. those grips, they last, they, they accomplish the goal and, and we get nothing but, but rave reviews. And so uh, the pro-life folks have done a great job with that. And that was one of the big moments in, in bringing wild monkeys to market that, you know, we knew we had something and that we were going to have some success was when the pro light team who makes paddles, you know, and they make great paddles and we have nothing but respect for their assortment and what they do and what they bring to market. And, and, um, they, you know, uh, agreed to partner with us. And, and that was one of those kind of milestones that you always remember as a moment when <clears throat> we, we knew we really had something cooking and, and, uh, the grips are a huge part of that. Now there's other grips, uh, in the ProLite assortment that you'll see on some of our lines that are coming out, you know, and, and, you know, I can't say too much about it, but the ghost series is, you know, on the horizon in the very near future. And, uh, there's a different type of grip on that paddle. And, and from my, um, double secret prototype testing here in, in Metro Atlanta, I can tell you that, that folks are pretty excited about the ghost series, but still ProLite, you know, and grips are a huge, hugely important differentiator in a paddle and and if if you're not changing your grip which is one of the most common things i see at local tournaments when players are walking by even if it's not one of our paddles um when we're at local tournaments we regrip them with a pro light grip um because it's so important to keep up with your grip even if you don't buy our paddles i don't care make sure that you're upgrading and replacing your grip or at least using overgrip because it's going to make such a huge difference. Even if only, you know, you mentioned a minute, a minute ago, Greg, that even if it's psychological, that is critical in this game. Yeah. You know, how many times have you been up nine, three and think that you got it in the bag. And then three seconds later, it's nine, six. And you're like, what the heck? And then it's nine, nine. And you're like, well, this is just a brand new game. You know, so much of this game is psychological. And, and, and so many of the pros have said that, that um, don't give yourself a disadvantage. Always, always change out your grip. If you're unsure, just put an overgrip on it and put something that feels comfortable in your hand. And that was the thought that went behind having a premium grip on our paddles right out of the box. It works. Those grips are fantastic. F a funny other story, and I, I got a chance to play the Caesar, and my daughter is uh, you know, in college, and her best friends, there's these four guys that live in a house fairly close to where she lives in, and it's nicknamed the Monkey Mansion. And they are into monkeys, right? They're all monkeys. They got monkey decoration, monkey everything. It's called the Monkey Mansion. And when I showed her the Caesar, she goes, Daddy, that's going to be my paddle. I'm going to beat <laughs> these guys with the Caesar. They're going to be so jealous. And I, I shot her a picture of it. And she go and, and she showed it off to her friends. She go, look what paddle I'm playing with from now on. So the Caesars go into my daughter and uh, she is going to play that proudly. Good. And I bet the other guys are going to want to buy them too. Oh, Once yeah. they see it and play with it, they're definitely going to want to buy it. Oh, for sure they will. For sure they will. And the other thing that's really cool about your paddles is that you offer a full warranty. 
tell us a little bit about the warranty that you offer. Yeah, it's it's as straightforward as that. I mean, we offer a lifetime warranty on all our paddles, and, and that's not changing anytime soon. We're, we're committed to making sure customers know that we'll make it right, no matter what happens with a paddle. And and um, you know, so many um, players just play hard, and and things happen, and and we want to make sure they know that we're going to stand behind it. We want to keep a wild monkey's paddle in their hand, and so we cover everything short of the player. You know, so if you have a, an emotional breakdown on the court because you can't seem to get your drops to, to sail over the net just right and bang your paddle against a fence post or a permanent net post, that's not covered. But short of that, we cover everything and, and we will continue to do so for as long as we're making paddles, because I think it's important with that peace of mind, especially for a new brand and, and helping everybody feel comfortable trying out that new brand is is that commitment to the lifetime warranty. Chris, uh, you know, to kind of finish up on everything, I think one of the things I really respect about Wild Monkeys is how you donate some of the proceeds to your paddles, uh, to the wildlife community. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, we've talked throughout about the brand identity and, and you know, um, my daughters and, and their love for wildlife and why we – do what we do in terms of design and, and inspiration for the different paddles. But uh, we we decided to truly put our money where our mouth is uh, when it comes to that love for wildlife and, and do something that we feel very passionately about, which is donate to a nonprofit here in Georgia that is dedicated to, you know, more or less keeping Georgia wild, you know, and, and, and preserving wild habitats around the state. And, and we're very proud of that, though we don't talk about it much because we don't do it for the publicity around it. So a portion of all sales that come through Wild Monkeys are donated to a nonprofit here in Georgia focused on uh, preserving wildlife in the state. And it's our home state. It's very important to us. And, and um, you know, if, if my daughters are the, the inspiration for the brand identity, then let's make sure we're contributing something to to what they love so much. And so we're, you know, we love that. It's, it's you know, this day and age, uh, you you need to find what you're passionate about and and invest in it and and that's that's how we look at our contribution to that nonprofit focused on on wildlife here in Georgia. That is truly amazing. This paddle company, Wild Monkeys, not only are they donating and giving back to preserving the wildlife, they have a quality paddle, they have amazing graphics, they have a lifetime warranty. I don't know how much better it can get. It truly is a fantastic paddle and a fantastic company. So, Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time, and we are really behind what you're doing at Wild Monkeys. Hey, you know, we appreciate the time. You, we appreciate you inviting us to be on the show and, and spending time with us and letting me come and, and represent uh, the team from Wild Monkeys. And, and we want to make sure we do something special for your listeners. So uh, we, we set up a special promo code if they enter WMDROP10 at checkout. Uh, they'll get 10% off their entire purchase on wildmonkeyspb.com, which is our site. Very easy to find. You can even just search Wild Monkeys Pickleball and it'll pop right up for you. So uh, thank you again. Uh, big fans of the podcast. And we really appreciate the opportunity to come on here and, and talk a little bit more about what we're all about. Thank you so much for joining us, Chris. And thank you for that generous offer to all of our listeners. We really appreciate it. And thank you for joining us at Third Shot, where Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A special thanks to Chris Gialanza of Wild Monkeys. Go check out their website at wildmonkeyspb.com and use code WMDROP10 
10 for your special discount. We will have a link at thethirdshotpodcast.com. And please support this show by subscribing. And we promise to have more amazing guests just like Chris in future episodes. Let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. See you next time at Third Shot Podcast.